0: Hi, this is Mike, Pedro, Usman, and Veronica, and you're listening to Music and Stop.
1: We're four friends living in Paris, and we love music. We come up with a new topic every week, getting to know each other better and sharing personal stories and great playlists.
2: Put your headphones on and enjoy the ride.
0: Hi, everyone. Tonight's episode is going to be introduced by Pedro, the greatest.
1: Hi, everybody. This is the episode. (laughs) Episode, this is everybody.
2: Hi, episode.
0: Hi. Uh,
1: So, uh... cities. (laughs) They're all around us, they're also in songs. So, this episode is about songs that talk about cities. Uh, how did
0: you come up with this topic pedro
1: i think it falls in that category of you can fake a love song you could write a pop hit you could do whatever but if you take the time to write a song about a city it usually has a story behind it so there's usually like some intent some nostalgia some heartbreak something that forces you to do that so or uh same thing for the listener like myself uh there's something that connects you to that song because of the city. Uh Maybe you had a great time in that city and you like to listen to it and reminisce and cry yourself to sleep. So when you're all alone, who knows? That's what we're here to find out.
0: <laughs> I have a suggestion. How about next episode we do uh, an episode on different kinds of cheese? I'd love that.
1: Right? Like, Like <laughs> being cheesy or... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, different shades of being cheesy in music. What's your
3: favorite Barry White? Yeah. No, no, there's there's anyway. shades of cheese. Yeah, that,
1: I like that actually. I already have a list in my head. <laughs> 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 we got a lot of romantic songs.
0: Okay, Pedro, what which song do you want to kick up kick off the Cities episode with?
1: Well, this is a. Uh, uh, oh my god <laughs> it's so hard because it's such a huge story uh, but I won't tell the whole story I'll, first I'll just go into the song the song is uh, Nantes I don't know how if you were in the US how you would say <laughs> that <laughs> uh, by Beirut so this guy ha- made a band with the city. ah two cities yeah so I had ne- I think I had heard friends talking about this band but it was like I was, I was like eh I'm not into that I don't like it I just brushed it off I was stupid and then I was in Portugal doing like an adventure of a lifetime uh where I just bought like a, re- a two-way ticket that was like two and a half months separate from like uh departure and arrival so not a lot of money it was you know it was a big adventure and the one of the few things that were certain in the trip was that I had a friend of mine that was getting married in Nantes, um, somewhere in between. And I had to go to his wedding. So while I was in this village in Portugal, uh, you know, I, I was so comfortable there already and this friend. So I was like, oh, you're going to Nantes? Like, hey, here's this song I like, which is really cool. And he showed me this video of the band um, Walking Down the Stairs. So it's recorded live in one take. And it just, it's just—it's just like the guy um, seeing His name is a uh, sack condom. <laughs> Sorry, that name. What? Did, did uh, you wait? Hold on. <laughs> did you make up this name? No. Sack condom. <laughs> uh, did <Yes>. you say <laughs> <laughs> yes? Up there with Dick Hyman. Uh, <laughs> poor guy. But uh, maybe this adds to his melancholic spirit. I don't know. But this video is really, really cool. You see this guy walking down the, step, the steps. He's saying it's like this uh, circular staircase, not circular, but you know, he's going down a flight of stairs. He's talking, uh, singing, and then more and more the instruments in the band kind of join him as he keeps going. though first you have like some brass, then it's like some drums and guitars, and it's really like uh, exciting. Anyway, at some point, uh, I remember listening to this song for the first time in Portugal, in some bar in a village, and you know, like it. Just like, oh my god, Like in a couple of days I'll be in Nantes. Uh, one very, 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 very long bus trip later, like 26 hours from uh, the middle of Portugal to Nantes, I arrived there in the morning, just lost. It was my first time ever in Europe, so first I've ever seen a France. Uh, no smartphone, didn't know how I was going to find my friend's house. Uh, and then I just saw him walking down the street on his way to get croissant. It's like, hey, you're here. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> it's like, all right. Um, and then, you know, like lots of things happened, et cetera, et cetera. And then I went back to Portugal after I spent some time in in uh, in Nantes. But I remember like uh, when the people from there, so I, I met some other friends, friends of friends, et cetera, who told me like, oh, you're here. Like you should listen to this song. Like They were quite proud of it. And I just have this, like, memory of going out drinking. There was this apartment that was close to, like, a main square in Nantes. And it was just like, I'd never seen France before. And all of a sudden, I was inside somebody's apartment, uh, went out for drinks. And then the next day, we're having oysters and white wine for breakfast before we go to the, the wedding. It was just this beautiful, it was too much, too much of everything and uh so that that song kind of stayed and after that i just became like an instant fan of that band and it even now like i hear that song i still don't know what the hell it talks about i never follow the lyrics but it's just <laughs> like it's it immediately takes me back to that space of that like uh like nostalgia for that giant trip that i took and this guy uh seems to be that seems to drive him because most like all of his albums are like that uh they all have songs, like names like that. Like, uh, there's a, uh, let's see, he has Bratislava, Brandenburg, uh, Guayama Sonora, because he's traveled in Mexico, Cherbourg, Venice, Santa Fe, Gibraltar, and he just came out with a new album called uh, Gallipoli. Well, it came out or two two years ago or something.
3: Such a show off, though. Huh? What a show off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems like he's like this, like the guy travels and then he falls in love with the city or something and he makes music like it. he has. So his main things are uh, there's, there's brass. He plays a trumpet and there's always brass in there. And he seems to really like, uh, what's it called? Like um, uh, Balkan, Balkan type uh, brass, which was also cool because the wedding that I went to in Nantes was uh, my French friend with a Serbian uh, with a Serbian wife. So everything kind of seemed to fit that perfect thing. So I find that pretty cool. And as a quick side note, I just remembered this episode should be dedicated to my friend Alex Romo, who is currently on a cross-country road trip, driving all the way to Oaxaca. So maybe maybe <laughs> he'll be there already by the time he listens to this.
3: Let's let's keep it French-related, right? We we all live in France. Um, Pedro, I have a song that. If you don't know already, you should know it because it's about your neighborhood. My neighborhood?
1: What? I think you've brought it up before. Hmm.
3: It's called SSD by a band called La Femme. SSD stands for
1: Saint-Denis. St- yes, last time I thought it was South San Diego. Ah, <laughs> And now, now your shit different. now your local
3: acronyms are, are progressing. Um, I actually I actually looked at the lyrics for the first time today, and uh, there's one lyric that made me laugh. Well, it's not actually a funny lyric, but um, dans la rue Saint Denis, tu tombes sur une pute qui te dit. And I was thinking, well, imagine if it, instead of it being a prostitute, the the artist sang about our doctor, Pedro. <laughs> who's a practitioner on the Rue Saint-Denis. And I was wishing that... I, I wish so much that there was a line about our doctor in the song. Yeah. But there isn't, am a pretty
0: sure they go to the same doctors. But actually, I, I was thinking, like, uh, une input and not un pute, because it, like, it doesn't exist in masculine. Um, I don't think... Wow, that's sexist, well, isn't it? Already, I
3: don't think there are any male...
1: No process. Sex workers on that street. But... What? No, oh, okay. not on that street. On that street. we're <laughs> no, all in the woods. <laughs> we both reacted like we know that too well. I <laughs> yeah, we just gave it
2: away. <laughs> I've looked. Uh, no. um, <laughs> Sorry, so, so, so where does one go? No, just I think up. I...
3: I, I
0: I think I'd already had this discussion with my female friends when we just uh, like spent half an hour um, just uh, ranting about how you can't say amput. <laughs> well,
1: you can you just make it up. Let's uh, make it a thing. You're not allowed to yeah, make up Yeah, but it's words it's funny.
0: French. It's not like it's not a proper word. It's just funny. So Pala mm. is an island in a from an Aldous Huxley book. Which is called The Island. So basically, if, if you know, if you've read uh, The Brave New World, it's like a dystopia, but The Island is a utopia. So he wrote it after The Brave New World, and basically it's the ideal world that exists on this island where the main character goes, and Paula is basically it's like the 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 thing that i loved the most about this island is that everyone has a, a job for like six months and then they just switch jobs so you don't like work a mundane job all of your life but you just like okay today i'm like a, an agriculture or something and th- tomorrow i can like try something else i can be like a computer scientist I'm just kind of the
3: opposite <laughs> of brave new world essentially
0: yes exactly Box. which
1: by the way I think it was island I'm not sure but it was uh, I know he uh, was in Brave New World but Aldous Huxley spent some time in Tecate which is not just a beer well maybe it's not that known here but it's a city in Baja California oh yeah which and, came uh, first so a little culture for you guys oh
3: Thanks. on the right geography lesson today aren't we more people should be called Aldous right
1: yeah yes Except Aldou. in French, they would be what Aldous? like well, <laughs> Aldu <laughs> is good, I guess.
0: <laughs> no, it's the same as uh, with Miles. I love the the name Miles, but I like I can't guess how it would be uh, pronounced Mille, in French. Miles, Miles.
2: It's also Miles Davis was like a jazz musician who came to Paris often, and so they know how to pronounce Miles all those all those but everyone now I just knows how to pronounce miles because of him
0: Mille davy <laughs> there's like a, a yeah, thousand probably. of them
2: thousands and thousands
0: thousand miles
1: he was pretty good uh, at jazz music messing around with his name he has an album called <laughs> <Sorry. Miles. laughs> he was also good at that too but mostly miles he's ahead. known for his puns <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> He had Miles Ahead, he had uh, Miles yeah. Smiles. Yeah. He, he, cool. They definitely had fun with the titles of his albums. 500 Miles.
0: Yeah, he's. I, I totally agree with you. His music comes secondary to his <laughs> <Yeah>. puns.
2: <laughs> I feel like everyone's name should sound like they're from, like, sound like the city they're from. Like, my name is Usman, I'm from the US. I'm a man. Pedro from Portos. It's liberation. <laughs> Sounds good. Kind of rhymes. Veronica. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Well,
3: good luck with that. If you, if the, what, what, Nicole? The, <laughs> <Kate> the, <name. laughs> the, rever- the reverse, the reverse spelling of.
0: <laughs> Pedro just can't leave it alone. Like, he found out that there's a male version of the name Veronica and uh, <laughs> he had so much fun of, uh, with it. But yeah, apparently there is like a name Veronico. Really?
2: Come on. Well, why not? Yeah. Is that really? How many people?
0: Is that real life? <laughs>
2: is this real life? <laughs> anyway, um, coming back to a place. So the Clash has London calling. It's a whole album. It's also the song. Um, this whole album is really about London and, uh, different, different areas of London, I guess. And, um, I don't know. I feel like I, I can't say a lot about this, this one either, but I'm going to mention it because, um, it's really like one of those, one of those albums where every, Song has like a character and a feeling and it makes you feel like it, you can associate it with, um, you know, like London and like, I don't know, you can associate it with this idea, this image of London, this punk London, um, and, and this gangster London and like some elements of reggae, uh, are brought into it too, which also kind of like shows you like, that, well, they were influenced also by, by, um, uh, some movies and so, some films and some, uh, they had some influences, uh, musical influences, also that were like kind of all over the place too. But it also kind of makes you think of the diversity of London because there are people from all over and like yeah, there are you know people from Jamaica from all over. But the the song itself, it's just like um, it feels very political. It sounds very political. So from London, I'm taking off and I'm going back to the U.S., um, going to the middle of the U.S
3: still very it's not very uh, environmentally friendly. Oh yeah, no,
2: good thing good thing it's kind of root. Only I'm only generating carbon from my talking, which also might not be very environmentally friendly because I'm talking so much. Um but all right, back to the US. Um because there's there's a guy named Ian Hunter who wrote a song called Cleveland Rocks about Cleveland saying how much how cool Cleveland is. Um so so I looked into it and Actually, this guy is not from Cleveland, um, but it doesn't matter. Like, you can love Cleveland and not be from it, right? Uh, this guy is English, so somehow he felt inspired to write about Cleveland. So, all right, maybe he's been to Cleveland. He's Maybe he's lived in Cleveland. Um, actually, no, he's never lived in Cleveland. Um, so, all right, wait a minute. Why, why would he write the song? Right. Um, he so according to him, because there's a Cleveland in what? England. What?
3: Well, I had to I had to quickly look it up because there are so many places in the U.S. that are just named after places. In the yeah, UK. possibly. But, so there is actually Cleveland. Oh, in well, England, you know what? I, I'm uh, sure he is. wasn't.
2: Well, maybe. All right. <laughs> Let's get to that. That's that's very interesting because because actually there's. Uh, a song that was released before this one, before Cleveland Rocks, that's very similar, but just like has some different words. The name of the song is England Rocks, also by Ian Hunter, uh the Englishman, who mm. I, I think, I guess he loves England too, because he is English. Um But it, you know, it came out before Cleveland Rocks, so it makes you think, maybe... Maybe Cleveland Rocks was never about Cleveland, but, but no, no. He says, he says, all right, uh, they didn't really like us on the coast much. So, like his, his, uh, group, they didn't like him. They didn't like his, uh, music apparently. And so when they went to Cleveland, that was the first time they sold out a club in the U.S. So Cleveland, according to him, was, like the Poland of America. I don't, I don't know what that really means. But um, <laughs> for, the, for the glam rock crowd, I guess, I don't know. But um, yeah, so he thought Cleveland was the coolest place.
3: Something I've noticed you do as men and uh, Americans often, uh, people from the US do it quite a lot, is that they say names of cities and then they will say the state afterwards. So you said Cleveland, Cleveland Ohio, and you also oh, said yeah. Seattle, Washington.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, the reason is because in the U.S., which I guess it's one of those weird things about the U.S., it's so huge, um, every state is kind of its own, doing its own thing. There are cities that are in multiple states.
3: The reason why I said this <laughs> is that I, I have a song that sounds like it should be a city name based using the same logic of saying city plus uh, state. state. And it's by uh, Veronica's favorite band, or one of them, The Last Shadow Puppets. And it's called Sweet Dreams, Tennessee. Now, could Sweet be. Dreams is not a real... I looked it up. It's not a real town or city, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> it could just be grammatically um, correct.
3: I know, Sweet but it, Dreams, it sounds like Tennessee. it. sounds like, okay, well, you know, using that logic, it could be a town or a city. Uh, it's not, uh, but it was a, a song dedicated to Alex Turner's ex-girlfriend, apparently. So you, you must know more about his love life than I do.
0: Well, I, I don't actually know anyone called Tennessee apart from Alexa Chung's friend who's called Tennessee Bunny. But uh, Tennessee I can never dated
3: her. Yeah.
0: No, Tennessee Bunny. <laughs> this is <laughs> um, not like oh, a, oh, oh, some right. kind of a literally yeah. debate. No, but Tennessee thing, Williams
3: so. is actually a famous person.
0: Cleveland is a name and um, a city name, so he would uh, go into both categories, you know? Is it? Yeah. Like the song. Well, it it is in Family Guy.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, all the
3: names are real. But On the same theme of fake cities in songs, there's a song by Black Country New Road called Athens, France, there's no Athens in France. I looked it up. Isn't oh, okay.
0: Yes, but there is Greece. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. And there's an Greece. Athens,
2: New York. And there's a, probably an Athens, uh, Texas. There's a Paris, Texas. There's a lot of there's a par there's also a Rome,
1: Texas, I think.
2: Yeah, there's Rome, Texas. Texas has it's big enough to have all of the cities. <laughs> so
3: so tell us about Greece. <laughs> Greece.
0: <laughs> I can't actually talk about Guise because, uh, but it's, it's funny because it sounds like a child who can't pronounce the, pr- pronounce the R in, in Greece. But it's not. It's just, it's a city outside of Paris and, uh, it is literally called Guise. <laughs> so the, the joke was when we tried to organize some trip with friends, we, <laughs> instead of going to Greece, we would uh, ev- eventually go to Guise. But we didn't. <laughs> talking about uh nothing i don't know
1: (laughs) they're talking about fucking uh (laughs) this next song tennessee bunny this next song is from my hometown it's called welcome to tijuana and it was on the first manu Chao album and like the the chorus says like welcome to tijuana tequila sexo (laughs) marihuana and uh I remember, like, that came out when I was in high school. And Manu Chao is not from Tijuana, so it's weird to hear somebody else singing about your city. I had some sort of... uh, I understood that Tijuana was special in some way or another. But it's not like there's anything crazy. Like, you know, like, uh, you've seen it in the news. I remember The Simpsons one time went to Tijuana because crusty says i'm gonna take you to the happiest place on earth so it was around in popular culture but that was the first time that i was like oh man like here's this amazing album that i'm listening to that is changing and then like this guy's doing a song about my city although it's about all the bad things that that make it uh famous although all of those are fun things (laughs) uh and I guess that, that does kind of encapsulate the feeling because there are a lot of bad, uh, the city, because there are some, it is a fun city. <laughs> uh, but for example, I don't think that's the case here in Europe, but forever, forever in the US, it was always whenever I would say I was from Tijuana, it's like, oh, and I, it was just like coming those next three words, like, ah, tequila, sexo, marijuana. Like, ah. hmm.
3: I have a song that was written in Berlin, but it's not about Berlin. But there's a lyric about Berlin in the song about the shit homegrown dealers of Berlin begging for lolly. Lolly is a slang term for money. Um, It's called Tied Up in Knots. Knots, short for Nottingham, N-O-T-T-Z. Actually, there's a lyric in the song called Tied Up in Knots with a Z, you can't um which is interesting because I, I studied in nottingham and whenever i abbreviated the city i always spelled it with an s but i'm never I, i'm not from that city so maybe the locals mm-hmm. actually abbreviate it with a z and mm-hmm. i'm the cunt who spells it with an s <laughs> um but moving away from the profanities um,
0: yeah I think this is the first time I heard you swear like this I'm kind of like still in shock <laughs>
3: um, I I love the first line of this song so much and I kind of feel like trying to do the accent but I think I'm going to make a fool of myself but I'm going to do it anyway so the first line of the song it's too is,
0: late for that now
3: the smell of piss is so strong it smells like decent bacon
0: <laughs>
2: Well, was it? was it? That- Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> I Sorry. finally
3: managed the Michael Caine, and I'm not trying to do it. <laughs> it's pretty good. But actually, that the line though, because you know, living in Paris, you often find yourself in places that smell a lot like piss, like very strong piss. Mm-hmm. And actually, now <laughs> I just I just think of bacon when I smell piss, and it makes me feel less <laughs> disgusted. with The whole situation. If a French person ever asks me where I studied, and I say Nottingham, they think Notting Hill, and I'm always like, no,
0: oh no, the
3: place where Robin Hood's. It's Hint's because from. of
0: that movie oh. with the Julia Roberts, <laughs> yeah,
3: and Hugh Grant and <laughs> the fox.
0: I think this is why this this place is uh, top of mind for um, Americans.
1: It was the only thing I could think of when I was walking by London, and somebody said, "This is Notting Hill," like, oh. That place where that guy went out in his underwear (laughs) and the paparazzi got him. I know this place.
3: (laughs) Oh, that guy is fantastic, isn't he? His underwear is so disgusting as well. It's not just that he's in his underwear, but his briefs are hideous. They never look like they've been washed.
0: But he's a a serious actor, yeah? Do you hear me? (laughs) Yeah? He played some kind of... um, he played, like, in a movie several years ago, uh, some kind of a drug lord. But I don't remember who. Maybe Pedro knows.
3: <laughs> I just feel that's a continuation of his uh, character in Notting Hill. No,
0: it was a serious movie.
1: After <laughs> after ruining Anna Scott's career, <laughs> he becomes a drug lord.
3: <laughs> there are lots of songs uh, about London. <laughs> Not a surprise. Uh one of them is uh, by David Bowie. No surprise there either. He, he spent lots of his life in London. Uh, and it's one of his earlier songs. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the song, actually. But it's called London by Tata. Uh, and it's London by Tata. No, I don't know the next line in the song. And it's uh, it's actually he wrote it because he had... Um, um now he heard an indian family actually just say this in the train station and then he took it he took that line and then turned it into the song um so uh as Bowie said bye to london we are now saying goodbye to
1: you goodbye Ta-ta. farewell so long <laughs> Good riddance A la prochaine <laughs>
3: Adieu